Let's return to Weinberg on the Law on TalkZone.com. Once again, here's your host, Attorney Scott Weinberg. And that brings us to stupid crimes. Lots of stupid crimes in this week. Oh, my God. I can't believe how stupid people are. Ben, uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was this policeman. I gave someone... What was this? This is a young boy who goes in to... You know, we had Mother's Day last week. Right. Was that last week? Yeah, Two I think it ago. was. Was no, it last it was week? Last yeah, week. it was last week. We tried to get my mom on the phone before my mom wasn't feeling well. Mom, I hope you feel better. So there's other one. The woman, the Lee County deputies are looking into a case of a student who brought in a counterfeit dollar bill. Now listen to this. A counterfeit dollar bill to school in an effort to buy a Mother's Day present. So the kid comes in to buy his Mother's Day present with a, with a fake bill. And it turns out the mom is the one that gave him the bill. She taped two little, two things together. It was a plane to see. It was a fake bill glued together with uneven cuts. And it turns out when they did the investigation, which I don't know if you know, but the Secret Service has to do an investigation on every counterfeit um, bill. Actually, I did know that. And that is exactly what happened. So the, so the Secret Service come in and they arrest the mom for giving the kid the counterfeit bills to go buy her own present. Oh, my goodness gracious. That that isn't the stupidest thing. Well, that's a Mother's Day gift for you. Well, my mom would have accepted any gift for me. Poor her. She just got weeds in the mail. What happened to homemade cards? Doesn't uh, that work anymore? Well, well with, with computers, that's all we have now are homemade cards. I don't know how they didn't put Hallmark out of business. I don't know either. We got the, uh, but the best thing is this guy in, uh, in Clarkville. It's a, uh, this isn't Clarkston. It's Clarkville, Macomb County Sheriff where basically they've got this guy coming in, he steals beer, right? He goes in and steals a six-pack of beer, and he's all pissed off that it's warm, so he goes back to return it for, for cold beers, and, of course, they catch him red-handed and they arrest him. The guy says, well, last time I stole it and it was cold, this time I, I was mad because I only got my warm beer. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> it's just the stupid crimes. I've got so many stories of stupid crimes, I tell you, but I just can't tell you my own clients. I can only tell you what's in the, uh, what's in the paper. I did want to go through it with this, uh, the California sex offender case. You know, this is a guy we talked about before. He gets life in prison for murdering a teen. This is John Gardner, three term, uh, basically he got three consecutive life terms without parole. He's uh, 31, and he took a deal, though, to get it because they didn't have all the evidence they needed. And, you know, and that's the thing that we talk about on this show in terms of, and we talked about with Kim Worthy and plea bargains. Whenever you have a situation that you've got someone that you just, you know, is guilty as a prosecutor, someone you know that you want to be able to uh, either go to trial and convict them or you want, you, you don't want to um, let him go. That's how prosecutors think. I'm going to do everything possible to get this guy. But, you know, you don't always have all the f- the pieces of the puzzle fitting together. You've got a situation where you might have a crime, you might have a witness, but you don't have a perfect idea of the defendant or some variation of that. So as a prosecutor, you can't simply try every case. As Kim Worthy was saying, they have 30,000 cases that they're dealing with. There is no way that the system can handle all those trials. So plea bargaining is a necessity in any kind of um, jurisdiction like Wayne County where you have a uh, multiple uh, office, a big office where you have prosecutors, but they can't handle 
30,000 cases. So they plea bargain a tremendous amount of them. And justice is done, not just for the prosecutor. You know, they've got their own um, set of values, their set of requirements they want to deal with there. But as a defendant, you know, you got, as a defense attorney, someone who uh, has committed a crime. They've committed a crime. And your job as a defense attorney is to make sure that their constitutional rights are protected so they are not abused by the system, that they limit their exposure because everybody has that right under the Constitution to be properly defended. But when there's evidence against them, you need to be able to protect their rights so that they're not going away for as long as the prosecutor wants them to. And that is part of the plea bargaining process. And that is what Kim was saying she was doing in terms of the uh, the Gibson case, why he actually got a bargain in the first place before he came out and committed another crime. And that's really, that's what was going on in this California sex case with this John Gardner, where they offered a plea bargain. Now, this plea bargain included, you know, many, many years in prison, but it did not include, obviously, any issues of, you know, in their minds, um, a death penalty or dealing with even... Um, more severe type, you can't get more severe than life in prison, but there's going to be a point of the possibility of parole. And when you deal with first degree murder, and that's one of the differences of first and second degree murder, first degree murder, it's life without parole. You're never getting out. Second degree murder, and that is when you're dealing with death cases, defense attorneys have to be able to structure a sentencing around and a plea around does this person want to take the chance and go to trial and never get out or does he want to cut his losses, do a significant amount of time, but come out and have some type of life. And we deal with as defense attorneys that all the time. So you can actually have cases where you have a a person on probation, a person that can get out, commit out of the crime, and still not go away, quite frankly, for the rest of their life. But, you know, in any kind of proper running court system, you can't deal with a a uh, a judge or a um, uh, a system that is basically built around we're going to make sure that Every defendant is going to go away for the maximum amount of time, whether it's a retail fraud, which is a simple misdemeanor, or a murder case. Our courts and our jails are not set up to handle that. So as defense attorneys, we have to play the role of of using bargaining and plea bargains with the prosecutor to make sure that our clients aren't abused by the system. And when we have a situation where you have a decent shot at winning or you have uh, a chance to be able to um, show that the prosecutor's case is weak, that's when you go to trial. But when you have defense attorneys that don't care, defense attorneys that are its you're just a number to them, hey, listen, they can go to trial. They can sit there and say, oh, fine, we'll try it. And let me tell you something, they're not the one that's going to prison. They're not the one that's going to jail. You're going to jail and prison. So you make sure that you pick a defense attorney, whether it's our firm at Weinberg on uh, Weinberg Law or whether it's whatever defense attorney you want to choose, you call me and I'll tell you whether or not you should use that guy because there are tremendous attorneys out there that I can make sure that you are protected on. But don't just go with a guy that says, hey, we're going to go to trial and risk you going to prison. you got to have the right factual circumstance to do it. And sometimes, you know, you have to cut the plea bargain, and sometimes you have to go to trial, but all the time you need a good legal advice to be able to tell you what to do. 
So you're always welcome to call us if you want to call me at 1-800-7100-LAW. I'm happy to have me and my staff uh, talk to you and be able to deal with that situation. But you can always turn in to us and tune in here at 1270 WXYT live on Sunday mornings at 9 to 10. And we'll uh, we'll give you all your legal rights. But don't just be fooled by people that say, hey, we want to be able to uh, represent themselves in their own interests. Your interests are what's important. Your rights are what's important. Don't let your mom, your dad, your lawyer, your brother, your accountant tell you what's right for you. You trust the professionals. You call me at 1-800-7100-LAW, and we will make sure that all your rights are protected, whether it's in criminal law, whether it's nursing right violations like we talked about today, whether it's about any type of situation, we're happy to take care of you. Uh, next week, we're going to be hopefully talking with L. Brooks Patterson and be able to talk about many different things going on in this great state of ours. And I hope that, uh, I hope that you have a, uh, a prosperous week. But one of the things that you always want to make sure is that you protect your rights. Just remember, they are burning with the law.